This week in Nintendo Main, Nintendo gives out the details for its online service. And we have a special guest, uh, Nate Lackhart here from Memory Machine Podcast. Hey, a Bible game. Thanks, Grandma. Made podcast episode 120 we are your hosts yeah we are at 120 now look at that there's a joke in there somewhere that i can't think of there's gotta right be now. a bible verse 120 <laughs> yeah i'm sure there is a lot Spoiler of them, yeah. alert. and we are your hosts i'm trey getting an upgrade this week johnson <laughs> i'm jeremy father abraham mikowski and i'm nathaniel computer bible games lockhart oh yeah we have a guest here we said it in the very top but nathaniel lockhart yeah. here from uh memory machine podcast we uh, howdy we met we met him at uh the midwest gaming classic so Dude. it's very nice to have you on the show officially we had it we had good uh good fun drink times with uh bob Mackey and and you, you sure and uh, the rest of the, the rest of the fans and all that and we had a yeah. had a good time talking about different stuff and uh i just listened to your show earlier it's really it's cool i like it i dig oh. it well, so, thank you. Uh, yeah. Talked about Billy Mitchell, talked about uh, <laughs> Yeah, Billy Mitchell. You you were, you guys Christian are Christian Scott a little bit. You guys are yeah. a lot <laughs> Yes, we did. <laughs> oh yeah. I was gonna say you guys are a lot meaner to Billy Mitchell than we've been on this show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> From yeah. what I've heard. You're like no, I, you're like I, straight up like I, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, I do not believe he actually even played those games. I think someone else recorded them for him. Uh, well, no, I mean, no yeah. there's nothing to say that you know he didn't. Did you watch his? Yeah. Uh, do you watch his video about? I'm, I think you mentioned. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Actually, where he's like, there's word salad. He's like, there's evidence and uh, blah blah blah. Yeah, his, his Twitter uh-huh. is kind of word salad. Yeah. yeah. So, well, he has uh, a. This is like this is a news item that I had, but uh, he started a Twitch. Like he has a Twitch channel yet, but uh, yeah. there's a. There has yet to be any sort of footage on there, any sort of game playing. But I did uh, follow oh, him on Twitch, so I'm waiting for it. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like sip my tea. Yeah, did <laughs> you sip your tea? Yeah, but it says something like, "Oh, I don't need Twitch, or I, I don't need you know, I don't need Twitch. I can play whenever and get these scores." Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Billy Mitchell's uh-huh. a fun guy. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's what a something. shut up. Yeah, uh, he's something. But yeah, no, I thought it was funny that he had a, that he has a Twitch channel now. Like, hey, man. I mean, he's already got more more followers than I do, so you know, hey, why not? Yeah, well, you know, if he wants to we play don't some, quite, uh, have that celebrity. If he wants to play Mame really well on there, then he can he can do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they would care. So, uh, yeah. so what we do what we do on the show at the beginning is we always talk about our purchases or what games that we've been playing for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go first because, uh, and I think Jeremy's Before. probably in the same boat as me. We've both been kind of broke, so there hasn't been much uh, purchasing going on on this end. But uh, I did get paid for like one of the last jobs I did, so I did end up getting an upgrade for my computer. I bought like a new. Uh, well, it's not here yet, but I bought new RAM for my laptop. So that's why oh, I said cool. uh, that's why. I said uh, upgrade as my middle name, even though I thought of a better one after that. <laughs> but uh, it's fine. So you can put RAM into an app. I thought you needed to like 
have someone else do that for you. Are you going to do it yourself? No, you can do it. I mean, well, you can pay somebody to do it, but it looks pretty easy. I watch videos on it online. Cool. Yeah, you just take the bottom off and just put these little things in there. It's not like soldering or anything. You just pop it in. Some ram, some ram sticks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're like mm. more like ram tables or whatever. They're like flat. Yeah. But yeah, I ordered that as an upgrade, so that's cool. Because my, my computer's like four gigs, so it's pretty slow. But I, I'm like taking it up to 16, so we'll see how that goes. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's what I'm running right now on my PC that I'm using right now for all this. Mm. I mean, 16, 16 seemed like a good thing to oh, do from what gear. I heard. Yeah. So I was, I'm mostly doing it for Twitch stuff that I've been doing to try to make it work better. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have problems with the um, game capture that I'm using right now where it like drops audio sometimes, which is really annoying. But, uh, for sure. But yeah. So I, you know, and just like editing can be slower than it should be sometimes. Because yeah. of like when it takes like when it takes like thirty seconds to delete one one like millisecond of audio, it's really mm-hmm. annoying. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so that type of thing. But that was that was my big purchase for the week. I also, I mean, there's stuff coming up next or coming up on Thursday that I'm going to end up getting and playing on Twitch tomorrow. So we'll talk about that when we get to the release stuff. But for stuff that I played, I actually beat I beat Skies of Arcadia last night. So that's awesome. I saw that on uh, Twitter. I yeah, didn't, I didn't get a chance to, to jump into the stream there, but uh, yeah. So was congratulations. It ep- yeah, was it 17 episodes? 20. It ended up being 20, 20 total. Oh, yeah. 20, 20 the nice round number of 20. No, I was going to call myself Trey the Legend or like Trey Vice the Swashbuckler or something. That's That would have been a better middle name for me because, you know, you get like a, you, you know, you get a different uh, name depending on how well you do in the game, like your name changes. So, like, when you look at the yeah. options, uh, it'll say, like, Vice the, you know, like, if you run away from a lot of battles, it'll say, like, Vice the Coward and stuff like that. And and if you beat it, if you beat everything, like, and find every treasure, you can become Vice the Legend, which finding mm. every single treasure chest in the whole game is ridiculous. I just can't even, because there's some of them you can't go back and get if you don't get it the first time, so I didn't even try to do all that stuff. Because there is, like, more extra things that were added that was DLC, I guess, in the Dreamcast originally that was added to the GameCube one. But did you ever play that game, Nate? No, I never did. I think my my brother had one of those games, and so maybe like I watched him play it a little mm-hmm. bit. I never really, throughout my gaming history, I was never contemporary with anything happening. I was always at least a generation behind, well, even we, as my brothers owned the more modern one. Mm-hmm. I just were you ever? Uh, I mean, were you an RPG fan at all or no? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I loved RPGs. But you know, while my brother was playing. You know, Skies of Arcadia, or whatever. I was digging into like uh, Dragon Quest three. Oh, okay. So, well, Dragon Quest three yeah. is great. So that's a fine. Much more traditional route. Do you have that? Did you play it on the NES straight up? Do you have that that cartridge? Um, or were you playing it on Game it Boy? On I have played on Game Boy Color. I had yeah, it on Game Boy Color. I played it that way. Yeah, I have the Game Boy Color one, and they had. I actually found. We mentioned it on our Midwest Gaming one, but they had all of the Dragon Quest games there, like two, three, and four different people. Oh, for NES. Yeah, they're all like over a hundred dollars, so it's oh yeah, they're ridiculous. But, but I would it's, love, uh, like, in a perfect world, when I have a bunch of money, I would love to get the rest of those Dragon Quest games because I have one. Oh, I have the one. I have the free one that I got from Nintendo Power. I have that. Sure. One. And I did play through all of it recently like a couple years ago but oh, yeah. i want but I'd i like did to that have, too uh, actually yeah. I, I played it on an emulator uh and yeah. i like quadrupled the speed on it and oh, okay it, because you oh, know so playing you, it now with man what a good idea games now is just, so you cheated so then, is what you're it's saying, so slow <laughs> so i quadrupled the speed and i beat it in like a day and wow. it was fun it was fun experience you cheated then it's basically what I saying, it. right? <laughs> it's not cheating it's time travel yeah no yeah, actually i mean if you play the uh if you play like the Japanese, because uh, it was re-released on Super Nintendo in Japan, like there's a cartridge that right. has Dragon Quest one and two on it, and three right. as a separate one. Or you get the 
the Game Boy games, the Game Boy Color slash regular Game Boy games, they're on there as well. And you don't have to kill as many slimes like on your way to the Dragon Ball right. and all that. But I right. played through it all the way like on the system, and I did it in a couple of days too. It's not really – it's not super long. You just got to fight a lot of battles, you know. But it's oh, very yeah. – I really enjoyed the simplicity of it. I think that's why I really liked it. It's just like – you know, it's basically like just go out and try to see how long you can go without dying and try to make enough mm-hmm. money to buy a better sword and then come back. And that's basically what the whole game is, you know? And it's, uh, oh, yeah. I like that. It lets, in you, itself. It lets you save whenever, right? Uh, no. In the game, you, in the game uh, Boy one, it lets you save, but, but only save and quit, I think is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. In the game Boy color ones. It, I mean, but, it I basically mean, works like most of the Dragon Quests do, where you save at the church with the, with yeah. the, um, Mm-hmm. Right. the priest i mean the thing is, is is if you go into dragon quest now like dragon quest one or two it would feel really hard i think compared to mm-hmm. you know what, what you might expect out of jrpgs today but if you look at what its contemporaries were things like ultima or wizardry yeah. Yeah. and you realize like dragon quest actually is really easy mm-hmm. compared to those games that were out there because those games are brutal oh yeah well, well the best thing one of the best things about dragon quest is like when you die you don't you don't have to start over you just lose half your no. money that's like what's the greatest exactly. thing of that you just lose half your money whereas, which sucks whereas if in you're wizardry trying to... like you are dead yeah. you're dead you're dead you're dead you have to start all the way over if you die yeah which sucks and final yeah. fantasy does that too where it's yeah. like uh you know where you have to restart from wherever forever you save left but that's what I like about Dragon Quest is you can kind of just throw yourself into things and just feel it out. And if you mm-hmm. die, you just you lose half your money, which sucks if you're really trying to save for whatever new sword or you know or shield or whatever. But it's better than having to start back. So that, that makes it a oh, lot more a lot well, more forgiving, you know. Yeah, actually, in Wizardry, it's it's not that you start from your last save. In the original computer game of Wizardry, when you die, your character is just dead, and you can oh. pay to try to bring them back to life. Oh. But there's a 50-50 chance that your character will just turn to ash and then that's it forever. Oh, it's that just one or – gone, 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 gone. You can't try yeah. it like more than once. It's like you either get it or you that's don't and then it. you're done. Wow. You either get it or you don't. Wow. That sounds like a game that I would love. I'm kidding. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I might I might like it kind of. I don't know. I'd like to try it, I guess, at some point. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's kind of like roguelike almost, right? Pretty much yeah. where it's like you yeah. just go through yeah, and then it's done. Right? You know? Way, way before way more that loading was a, times. Hardcore yeah, mode. More strict D&D rules. Way before that was an overused term, uh, roguelikes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, uh, did you buy anything for the week, Nate? Have you made any video game um, purchases or, or played well, anything interesting? I didn't buy any games, but uh, I bought some components. I, I have a Tandy Color Computer 2. Mm. that i've been working with and um it it's been having some funky color problems apparently there's a i won't get too into this technical side of it but i had to i had to buy a an extra 555 timer and a geranium diode so i could solder that in there try to fix it where do you where do you buy Still stuff like that from working. I mean, I'm sure you had to order it online, right? Special order from wherever. Oh yeah, yeah. The Radio Shacks around here are all gone. Yeah, I was gonna say there's not there's not any Radio <laughs> Shacks gone, anymore. So so where yeah. do you get diodes and whatever <laughs> whatever else yeah, you use it for? Yeah, diodes.com, man. Yeah, uh, well, I went to uh, Jam- Jamco, Jameco. I have no idea how to pronounce it. Never had to say it out loud. Wow. But I, that's where I went to, to get – and then I, I got some things too for um, – I'm working on a Raspberry Pi build. So. Oh, cool. Bought a couple things for for that. I'm so. trying to get my Raspberry Pi to work again. I have one. Yeah. And I, and I put it in this – Let me see that pie. Did you try to put it in a real pie? Because that always – I put it, it. I put it in this case because somebody – I don't Ooh. think – I think somebody posted it on Reddit. And it's cool yeah. because it – you know, you get to keep all your ports, nice. and things inside of it. But uh, after I put it in here, I can't get it to work anymore. <laughs> I really, I have to reinstall all the software onto the cards. Mm. I think again. But I had at one point, I had the emulator working. 
Yeah, the, the RetroPie? Yeah, yeah, I just had RetroPie running. And then uh, yeah. I had it to where all my games were loading off of a thumb drive, which was cool. Mm-hmm. But I think you can set it up to where you can uh, have it upload the games off your server or your your computer as a server, mm. which, which I've never been able to do, but I, I know people that have done it. That's fascinating. I, had, I hadn't tried that. Are you making it as an emulator or... Uh, um, this one I think I'm going to do as an emulator. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of them. One of them is a media, is a little media player that I have in, in the bedroom. Oh, okay. In fact, my wife is falling asleep to King of the Hill on it right now. Oh, nice. Are they uh, the, three, the threes that you use? Yeah, three. Yeah, that's what uh, I mean. Yeah, the, the Pi threes. No, they're really nice. They're, they're fun. They're fun to mess around with. I've got Raspbian. Yeah, I think it's the soft the OS. OS I have right. So I've gotten that up and running, but I haven't yeah. really done done much with it because it's I have a computer. Well, while I was actually while I was saving up for the computer that I that I have right now in the living room, I was using a Raspberry Pi just as a stopgap until I could afford my desktop build. Oh wow! And it works fine. You know, if you if all you want to do is you know, email and stream YouTube at 720p and, mm-hmm. you know, do word processing. Hmm. Does so the trick. You, weren't, you weren't doing video editing or anything on it? No, 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 no. You can't? You weren't doing any streaming? Or why not? <laughs> no, heavens no. I want you to do some streaming with that. Uh, See t- a bunch with, of fans. Yeah, <laughs> right. When you overclock it to like 35 times. <laughs> I, I want yeah. you to do some streaming of that TI-99 uh, Christian games that you said you, you had. <laughs> I want you to find that. Oh, I find a way time f- to do that, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Find a way for that to work somehow and uh, get, that, get that on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I would watch that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd watch it for about two minutes, then you realize hmm, there's not uh, not much here. This is a this is a basic game on a computer from 1979. Watch it for two minutes, hit follow, click host. There you go. Just yeah. just play it right there off yours. Uh, yeah. Did you uh, did you get anything for this week, Jeremy? I did not. I went to uh, disc replay and hoped they'd have something today, but I didn't find anything I wanted. Sure. It's at the uh, local store by you guys. It is, and like they have like a very small GameCube section, but that's what I'm really into right now. So mm. every time I go there, it's just inside the door on the right. So I, I walk in, curve yeah. to the right real quick, look at the GameCube games. They had some new ones today, but yeah. nothing that I cared about. And then I r- run over to where the Game Boys are, see if they have any AGS 101s. Yeah. They sell what's, the super cheap there. What's the uh, GameCube market looking like now? Are, the, are they skyrocketing like they are pretty much everywhere else in video games or uh no i think there's still like niche enough that mm. and there were there were a lot of many of the games made um you mean so like, i'm not seeing any rare games here i'm just seeing like like the yeah. last game i bought that i thought was cool that was pretty cheap is geist i've been playing through that a little bit but like mm. i got paper mario for nice. I say 27 dollars or something like that yeah that's good cheap. oh that's not bad it was disco one, yeah but yeah. yeah yeah who cares i like uh my gamecube a lot i bought an hd adapter for it so Nice. Ever since nice. I got that, I've been like on a GameCube kick, and yeah. I also bought a Game Boy Player last fall, so mm-hmm. now I can play all my Game Boy games on it too in HD. Yeah, those things are awesome. I love the Game Boy Player. That was like my favorite thing at the time. I think I've mentioned yep. it on the show, but it was so cool that it came out, and it's like it plays everything on your TV, yeah. even like Golden uh, Sun whatever. on my TV. Wow. Yeah, or like a uh, the Game Boy Playing camera, outside. or like a. Uh, Wario or like a WarioWare Twisted, like I played those on the GameCube too. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Where you play with the yeah. GameCube, the GameCube is your controller. It's it great. <laughs> yeah, I just play American Idol exclusively. 
<laughs> yeah, that's your. Uh, oh man, that that game is amazing. that is uh, that's an incredible. Uh, have you ever? Seen, I, I I mean, obviously you've seen it, uh, uh, Jerry. Have you seen that tray? What what the footage is from that game? Yeah, I watched it. Jeremy did a Jeremy did like a let's play thing of it on a uh, YouTube, oh, and I watched. <laughs> I did. I watched it on there, and it's amazing. It's like so awfully horribly. Amazing, and I think I oh, that's out incredible. loud. Yeah. That's what incredible. Kinda, what kind of sucks is between like I didn't really edit the video very much, but between recording the video and playing the game, and like watching movies or watching uh-huh. YouTube videos about it before. Now, whenever I hear any of those songs in my head, you I hear think like, of, like that. The bad singing, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. right? And then I, yeah. and then I, then I want to do it. I know that nobody around me is going to understand why I'm doing it, and they're just going to be like, "It doesn't matter." What the fuck? It doesn't matter. Yeah. They don't need to understand, so, man. You understand, especially and that's all that uh, like, uh, yeah, the Whitney Houston dance with somebody. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I want to do that so bad every time that song plays. I wish you should uh, you should do that at a karaoke bar sometime and just see what everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like and that one guy, that one guy that understands you. This guy, this like guy with one eye in the back table, like, yeah. smoking a cigar for some reason. I've heard that game before. Some, oh, I, I mean, I'm, you'd be surprised. I've like heard uh, that game. I mean, there's there's it's people buried in my backyard. Still. <laughs> yeah. There's people who go to karaoke bars and do that whole like sing the first line of the song through the whole song. So you know, people yeah. actually do that. So it's uh, so I think singing like American Idol GBA isn't that much weirder than that. Exclusively so American Idol totally do GBA yeah. karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure and let everybody know this is uh, Whitney Houston in the style of American Idol GBA. Yeah, uh, enjoy. <laughs> I mean, it's a niche market, you know. Yeah. The best way to be the top of your game is to create the game, you know. So, like, uh, yeah, right. start a YouTube channel dedicated to that. Yeah. I would watch it. I'd watch at least two. I'd watch at least two minutes of it. Moderately successful. Yeah, moderate. I say, follow it's your dream. Yeah, <laughs> don't give up, man. If nothing yeah. else, you guys will have something to laugh at. That's right. It's true, and that's really what it's all about. Success on any level. Have something to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, well, uh, do you guys want to jump to the news then? If you've uh, we talked about the games for the week, yeah. I don't think I played. Uh, I don't think I got anything last week either because I was. Cause I'd I was say broke. as far as playing like stuff, the... I, I finally got gold in all the cups up through all the 150 on Mario Kart on the Switch. Yeah. Now I'm working on mirror mode, but I'm trying to get gold in everything. I don't know if you've got gold in everything yet, but. I did on the Wii U. You Mario did? Kart 8, yeah. Well, not 200cc. Not 200, but everything else. 200 was the super hard one. But uh, we actually, we did play, a, we played Splatoon. We did the uh, Raphael versus uh, Leo thing on yeah. Friday. Oh. We played that. Do you know who won? I was trying to figure out who won. Like, I, re- I restarted the game and it didn't say. Raphael won. He did? Yeah, I figured he did. But Pretty sure Raphael it. won. Yeah. And we'll be doing another one this Friday, too, uh, for Donatello versus Michelangelo, so... Ooh, I'm on Donnie's. I'm 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 all Donnie, so that's me. But I mean, it'll be interesting because you know people like Michelangelo. Yeah, where it's that's where my uh, that's where my son is. He's he's a Michelangelo guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard he was getting into the turtle stuff now. Oh my god, it's like it's everything to him. He has so much of this stuff. I wish I knew. I wish I knew you guys before uh, when you when you like came up here to Chicago. You like pretty much came right to my neighborhood. Like I live over there by all those places you talked about. Oh yeah, Bric-a-Brac. And, yeah. Uh, it, there was a place. There was a place that you missed. Um, well, I mean, Reckless I Records and Emporium yeah. Arcade. And, yeah. Well, I live I live really close to the Logan Square Emporium Arcade, but I know where all those places are. You you went to, but uh, one place you missed that you probably didn't know about is a place called Toy Du Jour on Western. So next time you come to Chicago, mm. you should go there, and it's like an all-out used uh, toy place, and it's cool. awesome. Like you would have found a shitload of turtles toys in there. 
It's yeah. great. Like I bought I bought a lot of like Nintendo toys there and I bought a like a, a lot of like 90s Marvel Comics toys there too and like nice. other you know they have like they have a lot of like loose you know loose toys and like some sealed but they're not super expensive and they post yeah. everything online. Uh, it's cool. Like I found a lot of really cool stuff there so. I have a uh, you Trey bought me a statue of the Phantom Knight from um what was that? Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, yeah, one of the little, uh, the one of the little Zelda toys from there. Uh, didn't you get a Metroid Prime shirt from there too? I, oh yeah, that's where I got that shirt. I'm yeah. trying to remember the other. Day. Yeah, they have some T-shirts too. Folding it's, it up. It's all like, kind of like that? it's kind of yeah, random stuff. And they have like uh, they have artists. Uh, they'll have like art topics or whatever. They'll be like, oh, a bunch of people do art based on aliens or you know whatever you know. Mm-hmm. And so there'll be all like paintings and stuff that you can buy for really expensive in there too. But I found a lot nice. of really cool, uh, really cool stuff there. So uh, it's a cool place to check out. But I haven't really gone to Brickerback, but that sounded cool from what you guys seen it. But I've yeah. driven, driven by it slash walked by it a billion times. But yeah, there's a lot of cool like places to go like that in Chicago. Oh yeah, I love checking out um, all all that stuff up there, like along Milwaukee. Me and my my buddy Drew, who's on the other podcast, he and he he loves going up around there. Our wives, however, a little less enthused that we like something so much on the north side. Because they're, uh, I guess, big Southsiders. Oh, so. Well, you're more uh, actually. I, you're actually really not that far north side on, on Milwaukee no. where you were. I did hear that, and I was I like, no "Wait!" And I was like, "Wait, no, you're not on the uh, north side." No, I mean, you're like, you're like just a little bit northwest of downtown. It's like where that yeah. area is. North side's like Roscoe Village, like Ravenswood, like that stuff. But yeah. it's kind of more like just a little bit west, but. But it's yeah. where all the cool stuff is, I guess. I mean, it's where everything's getting overly so. crowded with uh, giant apartment buildings and all that fun stuff. And where, yeah. uh, you know, people like me might be getting priced, priced out eventually. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah no, it's, it'd be cool if, yeah. You get streets like that around Buffalo. Mm. Where a bunch of cool stuff. And then all of a sudden, people with money start to realize it's the place with all the cool stuff. And then they all move in. And then everyone else has to move out. And, mm. well, what really yeah. sucks is when the cool stuff gets knocked down and turned into a condo building. That seems to be happening, yeah. happening a lot here. It's like, man, this yeah, place is really cool. Oh, wait. On, on now Elmwood it's gone. here in Buffalo. Yeah. All the cool stuff is finding a new street. Yeah, or it's just a yeah, it's basically getting turning turned into condos, just knocking and getting knocked down. And your favorite bars disappear and become like some other shitty bar, some some shitty cocktail <laughs> yeah. bar, which sucks. <laughs> your your favorite dive bars get bought out and become new mm-hmm. shitty cocktail bars. But yeah. I digress. So, Enough of the yeah. city talk there. But uh, yeah. no, it was it was cool that you guys went that you went to a lot of places that I've been to though. You know. Oh yeah, no. It's uh, nice. I, I, I was really like, like, I know those I mean, places. You know, my wife's from <laughs> Chicago, so we go oh, okay. up there frequently, and sure. it's fun to explore the city and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. There's a lot of cool arcade bars and uh, just weird. I mean, oh, you guys are you guys are lousy with them. I'm so jealous. Like we, I in, in Buffalo there aren't any arcade there, there bars. There are no arcade bars. There's like 30 here. I know. Seriously, they're everywhere. Just, so just you had, oh, you, you don't have any in Buffalo at all? Like in the whole there place? is – okay, so there is one place called Pocketeer Billiards, and it has you know a bunch of pool tables. But it also has, I think, like 30-plus pinball machines, but only oh, okay. pinball oh, machines. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no video games. Uh, I, felt, I felt like I had it bad, but I think Buffalo is a bigger town where, than where I live. Yeah, it's fine. It's a mid-sized yeah. city. Because so, like, there's nothing there's, in Champaign. There's things to do. It's over a million, right? Over a million? Yeah, it's over a million people yeah. in the Buffalo so, metro area. Yeah. I'm living in like a 200,000 region. We have Niagara Falls. Well, there that's you go. Nice. Well, that's right. <laughs> yeah. There's so. a th- there's a fucking shuffleboard bar, I mean, for crying out loud. I actually have yeah. a friend who works at a shuffleboard bar in uh, in, w- in Wicker Park, and I'm like, 
Why? I'm like, because Chicago, you know, yeah, they do weird pop-ups about everything. Apparently a Fortnite bar just popped up. So there you go. Hmm. I did play wow. a little bit of that game. That's not Nintendo, but I did try you to go play. Ahead, you should go hang out there and see if Drake shows up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did play. I did play a little bit of the, the Avengers stuff on there, but because uh, I have like you can become Thanos on Fortnite, I yeah. played some of that. I don't still don't think it's that great. But did you play it on PS4? Yeah, I finally figured out how to do it without version. without getting the PlayStation Plus. There's like a whole I played it. Thing. I played it the one time that I told you I did. I understand. I understand why you didn't play it that much because like it's really easy to die. And then it's just done. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, yeah, you got 70, 70th place. And I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> just start over again. And then, I like and then you die better. again. Yeah, I think PUBG is better. But I gave up on PUBG, too. But speaking of those type of games, uh, what's it called? Um, Crazy Justice for the Switch has, like, a release window now. We're going to jump to the news. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> there's there's a game called Crazy Justice. It's a it's a uh, battle uh, battle battleground, battlegrounds-type game um, that got kickstarted for the switch and it has it's coming out in june now it does there's not a date for it but it's supposed to come out in that month so add it to the pile of all the games i want to get in june so just throw it on there with the uh, wolfenstein 2 and tennis and ease 8 and all that other fun stuff <laughs> but uh yeah they, they put a release out a release time out for that so that's cool you were uh, you have the wii u yeah i know you said that before nate this is my I own do. this is my own segue um have you heard that donkey kong country tropical Freeze has been removed from the wii u they they Has totally, it really? they, de- they delisted it from uh, the Wii Shop, which kind of is just kind of like such a kind of a sly shitty thing from Nintendo. Seems really slimy. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah. well, well, because you know they're selling it for sixty dollars now on the Switch. It came out last week. We talked about that, and uh, it was going for twenty on Wii U. So everybody's like, everybody's like, oh, well, well, you know, all butthurt about it being like 60 and 20 and all that. And Nintendo just kind of very slyly just like takes it off the eShop. It's like, yeah, nope, and <laughs> it can't get uh, that one anymore. They got a physical release for the Wii U, didn't it? Yeah, no, it did. But they, it was the greatest hits. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. so, so that's up. why, yeah, that's why it's at the 20. But I thought it was kind of funny that they just delisted it from the eShop yeah. though on the Wii U side they're just like yeah. well, let's forget that this came out you know like maybe nobody will notice <laughs> and I couldn't believe it I looked actually booted up my Wii U last night just to make sure that it wasn't there and yet it is in fact gone so yeah. uh, so the I mean you can buy it you can probably buy it cheaper than 20 like physical you know and all that yeah and uh, yeah. did you did you get that one or did you, did you not I only have one full release for the Wii U and that is Mario Maker Oh, you don't I even have a, a lot of Mario Maker, and oh, then I downloaded some game. other little tile titles. Like I got uh, Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow and yes. uh, Zero Mission, Metroid Zero Mission, and yeah. Stuff when those like that. Ca- when those Castlevanias came to the Wii U, that's pretty much like what pushed me over the edge when I oh, finally bought bought one. Those, just those I was Castlevanias like, are just mwah, and they're kiss, so mwah. they're so great. On the gamepad works great for that. Like that's yes. my favorite. That was probably my favorite thing on the Wii U was playing those three games on the gamepad, which I didn't play all the way through Circle of the Moon, but I played uh, all I the way play through that Har- one, yeah. Harmony of Dissonance is pretty good, but Aria yeah. of Sorrow is like way mm. good. Yeah, Aria of Sorrow is the best one out of those three. It is. For sure. It's really good. It might be better than Symphony of the Night. I don't know if that's fighting words, but... I, I enjoyed it better than Symphony of the Night. I'll I did, say I did it. too. I'm on your side. Don't but fight me. I like <laughs> it better. I will yeah. say that. Uh, make sure you add, add either of us on uh, Twitter and come after us. Yeah, um, do it. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I agree with you. But change but, my mind. 
Yeah. But granted, uh, <laughs> I didn't play I didn't play Symphony of the Night until later. Like, I didn't play it when it came out. So that's kind of yeah. like my opinion on it. I didn't play it until I got a PlayStation yeah. 3. I played it on the virtual console there. So that was basically... Mm-hmm. And I didn't play all the way through because I didn't like it as much as the other ones. But I love the shit out of the Game Boy Advance ones. I did play through all of them, except for Circle of the Moon, because... I bought it when the Game Boy Advance first came out, and it was pretty much impossible to play because of no black, no backlight and being incredibly dark right. and all that. So it was, and yeah. and the whole like you know all the card system and like the the random drop rates and all that, which I did try playing it again for our Game Boy. We did a Game Boy Advance release episode, and I did try playing it for that, but it's still really hard to do, mm. even with the backlight and even on you know Wii U or whatever. Mm. But uh, speaking of stuff like that, like you guys were talking about, uh, you know, Game Boy, you know, Castlevania and all that stuff and playing it on the handheld for the Wii U. Uh, Nintendo apparently has officially said that Virtual Console is not happening for the Switch. So it is completely dead now. So all that stuff you love to do on the Wii U, not going to happen on the Switch, even though the Switch is like the better version of the Wii U, pretty much. I I wonder what, I mean, that, that, that can't mean that they're not bothering to release any old games at all. No, they are for for, for the switch. No, they right? are that. That's part of our. Uh, that's part of another news item that they said. Okay, yeah. they're uh, they've given out the detail. Well, this is like our big news item. Is it just but, the uh, branding that's dead then for virtual console? I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. The, well, they the way did you access it yeah. and the branding are like the yeah. two. Yeah. Well, they did because that's kind of what I gathered. They refer to the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic as virtual console. So they did say that that was a new form of it. So I guess that's mm. where they're going with that but also they've given out the details of their new online service that's coming out in august right or is it sep- no it's september um september. but but yeah no apparently it's going to have like 20 to 30 games available like netflix style where you can play mm-hmm. them and they're going to have audit added online multiplayer and a uh, voice chat and all that which is pretty cool so all right. i guess that's the way they're going to handle that so they're saying that like there'll be 20 to 30 like super nintendo slash nes games but no talk of anything else like game boy advance or yeah. 64 or any of that Man, I think it'd be like as soon as I saw that, though, I was like, man. And, and I knew we knew there's going to be online play added. Like, they yeah, they said that a long, long time, time ago. ago. But still, like the whole like controller passing thing. So like, how fun would it be to just be like hanging out and talking and like playing Zelda at the same time and just like yeah, there's like right, a, now you now you play this level. I hate this level, or you know what I mean? Like, but just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be like see a, how fast you can get through the game, like two player. Yeah, there's going to be like a virtual controller passing. Basically, what you're saying is like where you can be like, oh, you play this part and then I'll play this part. And you're like, you have to voice chat with through your phone and all that, which, you know, I figured that was still going to be the same. You know, that was their whole thing. Yeah. But uh, which is not the best way to do it. But I don't know when Jeremy and I do our Splatoon thing, we just do it off Skype anyway. So we don't really I I only use that app like one time just and I only use it to look at like whether, you know, what modes are available in Splatoon and all that. That's all I really use it for. But Mm But, you know, people still use, like, Discord and Skype and stuff like that. They'll find their way around to do a different voice chat. But it's really, like, I think that one of the most interesting things about it is that they're providing a cloud save, which is awesome for Switch. So Finally. Yeah. I, mean, I guess some people have been throwing a fit about it. I don't really understand that. Personally, it's not free. I know, but it's not free on anything else. I mean, maybe Xbox, but who cares about that? Nobody bought that system. The on, on, yeah. play, on PlayStation, you have to pay for it, though. I'm like, I don't. That's why I don't understand what the big hubbub is. Like, why? Uh, so you, you can't have it for free on PlayStation. No, you have to pay for it on PS3. You have to pay for it on PlayStation 4. But, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it will. That was what I mentioned it before on the show. That was like one of the best things about PlayStation Plus is that they will like it'll automatically 
back up all of your files on its own. Like you set a timer on it and you say like, do it at like 9am. It'll like turn on, back up all your saves every day, sync all your trophies every day by itself. Mm. But this, but you pay for this through PlayStation Plus. So like, so who cares It's if it's not free? Like it's, I guess you can do that on Xbox One. I mean, I don't have that or know anyone who wants one, but uh, it's like, I don't know. It's not a big deal. Like it's people shouldn't be throwing a fit about it. Plus, like the the Nintendo thing is what like a buck fifty a month, pretty much total. I think twenty dollars oh, a year. Nothing. So it's like twenty dollars a year. That's fucking awesome. Like that's like a, it's a cup of coffee at Tim Hortons. Yeah, it's, it's cheap as hell. I don't understand why people throw in a fit about it. I think it sounds great. I hope that there's going to be a good amount of like virtual console stuff on there, whatever they want to call it. I know they're not calling it a virtual console, but but I'm excited to see it, you know. And uh, yeah, the whole like uh, talking, passing the controller thing would be cool. Even though I, you know, I'm afraid we're just going to see those same games that we always see, though. You know, like uh, just you know Mario Brothers and uh, whatever Mario Brothers one yeah. and Urban Fight, or Urban Champion and Urban Champion Baseball, and, uh, Ice Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be well, the Nintendo. a lot of games that focus on the two-player co-op or non-co-op, but like you know, where you take turns. But yeah. um, I wouldn't yeah. mind playing like stuff like Tecmo Bowl online. You know, that'd be oh, cool. Tecmo I, Super I like Bowl. That game. Mm. You know, like I mean, you never like see that. Tecmo Super Bowl on on there because of the licensing stuff. But yeah, mm. well, I regular mean, Tecmo Bowl, sure, but yeah, regular Tecmo Bowl was on the NES Classic. So I'll and play it was like on VC. Blades of Steel. Blades of Steel. Like, I'll play double dribble. That'd yeah. be funny to play online. Yeah, yeah. I don't think those. Yeah. All this would be just like great for. Uh, it's like a background thing to do while you're just talking to your friends. Like, yeah. Hey, so what are you up to? Oh, you know, I was melting different kinds of cheese today. See so, you know, which one melts faster. But like <laughs> at the same time, you're like playing. Turns out it's Gouda. Dribble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is that what you? Well, we, knew, we knew that before we started, but it was an excuse to play double dribble. Right. <laughs> is that what you talk to your friends online about? Sure, man. I mean, <laughs> what kind of I mean, cheese impor- have you melted lately? <laughs> While you play the inane game. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Did you try 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 and melting that gouda? Well, no, not yet. But uh, you know, uh, yeah. Pass me the mm-hmm. rock, man. Double dribble. <laughs> no, it's a. Uh, it, it sounds it sounds pretty cool. You know, I'm. Uh, oh, hold on a I'm second. I just it. dribbled cheese on my. Yeah. You, you double dribbled. No, there goes your sample set. Yeah, but uh, I'm into it. I, I'm. I just want it to start, and I want to see how it goes. But I'm not upset about the whole Nintendo thing. It's cheap. The cloud saves is awesome now. So now you can use all of those third party docs if you want to, and if you lose your shit, you can get it saved. So there you cool. go. <laughs> now all... you can just go crazy with the third party shit. <laughs> yeah, now you can fuck up your system yeah. all you want, and everything will be cloud saved. There you go. You, can you, sp- get, you got smash that. your switch if you feel like it. You can get a new one. This is completely like not a news topic thing but i wanted to mention it to you was it seth the guy that was on your show nate on the midwest gaming classic yeah episode? Mm-hmm. uh the uh that mortal Kombat novelization book that he got yes i, I read through that when it came out i bought it and read Did the you? whole thing yeah <laughs> when i was in high school i was like oh man like people like that still exists i mean everything still exists but no i bought sure. that book when it was new and i read all of it when i was like 17 so oh man well we're gonna have you on uh <laughs> and seth on you guys can do a joint book report <laughs> on the mortal Kombat novelization i mean it's been a long time since i read it i don't remember much from it but i did read the whole book and i, I don't read a whole lot of books but i read that one so that's pretty <laughs> gives you an idea of uh, my taste in books <laughs> oh yeah but when i was 17 i read pretty much anything so Especially if it had Mortal Kombat in there. So, yeah, I totally bought that book and read through it. And it was hilarious. Fun stuff. Was um, it a rated M book? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see a, a rating on it. I mean, it was a book, so it's fine. Just a book. Well, it was Mortal Kombat, so it would have been, what, GA-13? Is that yeah. what the uh, the Sega ratings were? I don't know. I, I didn't... They, they had the weird, like, GA and all were, stuff. Anyway. Were, they, were there ratings for that? I, I didn't think the ratings came around until later. 
for more. I think they came as a result. Yeah, Yeah. the first one. Yeah. Okay, because I don't remember. Because I thought ratings were like sixty-four days, or even not Uh, until like. Yeah, well, Sega experimented in the early nineties, putting ratings on their games, and they had their own little rating system before the SRB came in. Oh, okay. You can see it on some early Genesis packaging. Sure. I have a I have Mortal Kombat one. I didn't see it on there, but I wasn't looking for it either. So Yeah. It might it might be on there. Let's talk about let's talk about the releases for the week real quick and then we'll go and then we'll get to our topic. All right. Unless I'll say there any... was there was one more piece of news related to the podcast. I'm just I gotta promote this everywhere that we have our own subreddit now. Oh yeah, we have a subreddit now Whoa. for Nintendo Main. So hey, that's it's our uh, so, it's that's our big thing. Backslash Nintendo Main. So you know how to spell the podcast, you can find the subreddit. It's pretty easy. Yeah, I put a couple wow. things on there. I posted the uh, I posted one of the Sky the Arcadia <laughs> things. So and uh Yeah, I saw that. It took me forever to figure out how to post because I don't know anything about Reddit, but uh, I finally oh, figured I don't it out. Reddit scares the crap out of me. It's scary, but it's Really, it's just another web page. Um, and it's yeah. just another people promo, are already yeah. on there doing whatever. They can just throw us on to their list of subreddits that they check, and you know we'll be we'll be on there on your page for sure. So yeah, we subscribe, will. please. Um, I even <laughs> yeah, I will try to post stuff regularly and uh, make it interesting. But so far, it's just a lot of uh, our YouTube videos, really. Which it'll be a good place to post links to that. Uh, anything that'll get people more people to look at our YouTube videos is cool. So. You know, yep. some it's weird, like what takes off and what doesn't with that. Like, but you can also like anything that we want to talk about with the news, we can just link to the article straight on there, and mm-hmm. it'd be it. We could use the subreddit as our like notes for the episode. I thought too, mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah, that's behind this a little behind the scenes for you. Behind the scenes, yeah. yeah. Follow the subreddit, and you can find out more behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So uh, I just want to talk about the releases for this week, real quick. Um, Immortal Redneck comes out tomorrow, which I'm planning on getting just because it looks stupid. Yeah, it's it's like a first-person shooter. I mentioned it before. It reminds me of Serious Sam, like same sort of oh, like yeah, uh, that game. crazy uh, shooting stuff. It's only like it's only like fifteen or twenty bucks. Yeah, it's it's nineteen ninety nine. So I'm planning on playing that. But uh, Terra Cresta, it's an arcade archive. Uh, Super Sidekicks Two for Neo Geo is coming out. Another like we need another soccer game on here. But uh, mm. one that's of note is uh, that Garage game. If you remember, that was on the Nindies Direct, the last one that we saw. The one with, uh, with like the zombie shooter, like the top-down like dual-stick shooter. That comes out tomorrow. So, Oh, okay. yeah. That one's pretty uh, pretty cool. It's a $14.99. There's I heard a, about that. There was a weird like a beat-em-up type game that came out. It's another Justice. It's not Crazy Justice, but it's called like Raging Justice or like Ultimate Justice or something like that. It had a weird price on it. Oh yeah, Raging Justice. It's thirteen forty nine. It's like another like uh you know, a Final Fight, Streets of Rage two, like knockoff type thing. Um IGN talked it up, but I, I think it doesn't look great, but I couldn't bring myself to get it. But that one did get released uh on this on that week on this week. So I mean I noticed there was a good amount of stuff for the tenth. The fall the fall part one will come out for like thirty percent off. There's some other shit like Three Force Home, Hyper Sentinel, I don't know either of those. Inksplosion, which sounds like a ripoff of uh Splatoon. But most right. importantly yeah. the uh you know, the the Raging Justice and uh, and Garage and Probably Garage will probably be the best one out of all of those, actually, to tell you the truth. But yeah, there's some interesting stuff coming up. I think that's about it for I don't think there was any like new release dates added on here. I know that uh that nightmare game is has been added. We talked about that from one of the Nintendo Directs. It comes out like right before my birthday. Uh Disco Dodgeball is on there too. It's like a first person dodgeball online thing, which looks kinda cool. Of course like Harvest Moon and Street Fighter and all that other shit is on there. 
Okay, now I'm looking at this game. This is the one the one you were just talking about, Garage. It's like Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami kind of. Yeah, ish, sort of. It's like a, it kind of reminds me more of that. There was a zombie game like that for PlayStation 3 also that was that was cool. It was like top-down, twin-stick. It kind of reminds me of that as well. But it was a, a lot of people talked about it. Uh, Corey, when he was on our show and talked about PAX East, he mentioned it. So it's like part of that, of like all those games from the last, like from that PAX East and Indy. It was Nindy Direct. It was on there. So gotcha. it's always interesting to see like one of those like show up as a release and whatnot. Yeah, I think uh, is Ikaruga actually. Yeah, Ikaruga is on here now officially too. It's actually on the on the site. We talked about it last week. Comes out the 29th, but it's actually on the shop now for fifteen dollars. So awesome. Cool. I mean, it's not officially out, but the release date is on there. Good. The GameCube version is uh, not cheap. Yeah, no, I like it, Karuga. I actually have the GameCube version. I bought it new when it oh, came yeah. out, but uh, it's it's not a. I, I wouldn't double dip on it if it was sixty, but fifteen bucks, fuck yeah, I'll do. Yeah. Uh, I'll do Ikaruga again. Why not? And you can play great. in vertical mode. You could, yeah. If you, if you have like a weird uh, holdy thing like we do, the the new egg or whatever it's called. Uh, no, try yeah. one. The try called. one. Is there is there any other news that I forgot for this week? Did you know of? Not uh, to my knowledge. I think I covered everything. I was gonna say. Yeah, I think you did. I mean, it's the big. The big news was the was the uh, online service, mm-hmm. and then saying no, no, uh, <laughs> no virtual console. Yeah, and and fuck virtual console. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. That's well, pretty much it. Yeah. Well, on the subject of fucking virtual console, or that or that word in general, let's uh, take a break and get to Bible games. <laughs> we'll have to clean Heck up yeah. the language when we get there. All right, cool. Let's get holy. We'll be right back. Are you guys getting hungry? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Do you ever worry that they're playing too much, Nintendo? Oh, not anymore. See, Matt has Bible adventures. They're actually learning Bible stories while they're playing Nintendo. Quick, get that Bible quote before you run out of power. Bible Adventures features three games in one cartridge. Noah's Ark, Save Baby Moses, and David and Goliath. A must for every family with Nintendo. Call 1-877-BIBLE. That's 1-877-BIBLE. So we all we all sort of have like uh I mean we all have like religious backgrounds right well I mean I met I met Jeremy at Christian College I don't think we've ever really talked about it on, yeah. the, on the podcast <laughs> but that's where that came what, from what, but, what college was that uh, Lincoln Christian College in Lincoln Illinois yeah oh, now so. it's called Lincoln Christian University oh really yeah they they yeah. they want to try to prove to people that they're a real school. No. <laughs> Way to go, Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we uh, we all have uh, some some sort of like a uh, religious background and whatnot. I was thinking about like we should talk about the first time that we ever like came into contact with a Christian game before we get into it. I just remember mm-hmm. uh I don't know if you guys had this, but at my church uh they they had like specific like um it was like a Christian phone book that would like only show like you know, businesses that were like of the Christian faith or like uh, were from the church or whatever. <laughs> really? Yeah, this was like a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to one of them and they had like Bible adventures like for sale, like by the door. It was like an auto place. It was like a car repair place. And oh, they yep. were selling NES games like right there that were Bible games. And I remember like just, I didn't buy it, of course, but just looking at it and being like, holy shit, like there's a, this is a game, this is a real game. And I remember like looking at the pictures and stuff on it. And yeah. that was my first experience with uh, Christian games. And I never really played it later until I got into like, you know, emulation and ROMs and stuff like that. Cause I never bought one, but 
yeah. that was the first time I ever saw that was, was my, that was my experience was seeing it at a, you know, quote unquote, like a Christian car repair place. And there was like a, like a Christian uh, phone book thing that was like, I, I don't know how they put it together, but yeah, I found it at the church. It was like, these are yeah, directory, people that, directory. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, like people who own businesses that are that are Christians, right? right yeah, like the, they're in there. Usually, and, yeah. usually the directory is just so you can talk to other people within the within the church. Yeah. This sounds like a yellow a Christian yellow pages. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean we had the yeah. directory, but this was a different thing. They yeah, had, yeah like, the directory is right. also so the photographers can make a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I have I have an infamous uh, picture of myself in the in the church directory because uh, my tie didn't look straight, didn't look right, so I started. Uh, so I started bawling. So there's a picture of me like crying, like yeah, in the church directory. So it was yeah. awful. High school is hard. The man. worst, you know. So like I'm like all like pouty and 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 it would like and that was like the only picture I think they ever took of my uh, time at church. So that was, that was <laughs> yeah. kind of a those with, those with, at those church directories, man. They took the picture of you and it just that was it forever. <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's all you would ever get. So it's kind of a sore spot with that because mine looked all because I was all like sobby and all that. I was like, man, it's like worst picture ever. I uh, I had a bowl cut. This this was in 1994. Oh, so I did too. It yeah. never changed. Prime yeah. bowl cut. Huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Prime bowl cut era. So what, what are you guys' uh, first experiences with uh, Christian games or Bible games? Well, like I said in the uh, the hot take at the top or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> the cold open. Uh, my grandma bought this for me, and well, she bought it for me and my brother. But uh, it was pretty interesting because my grandma was always a super frugal lady like she had six kids and um they were all kind of similar in age like the age range was about like i think nine years between all of them so uh she basically had a ton of kids all at once and had to like live on the cheap and she just was always like that and she had grown up that way and and so christmas was always you know kind of slim pickets with her she'd get nice thoughtful gifts but we weren't getting like extravagant gifts at all Never a Nintendo game. Well, one day she was babysitting my brother and me. I would have been nine or ten. I don't know. Eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there. We just got in our Nintendo and she called it a Nintendo set. She's like, we have a game for your Nintendo set at Coe's Book Cottage, which is the local Christian bookstore. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we go there. The game, I kid you not, was 50 bucks. This was, you know, 1991, 1992. That seems kind of cheap uh, for that time, actually. It weren't like games like... I mean, they had ridiculous prices at the beginning, right? Because there wasn't really like a stock, uh, yeah, price, right? Like I remember, I remember sixty-four games going for like ninety dollars, like when that it blew. Released. It blew my mind that Grandma was buying this game for me, but I remember even then knowing like something's off about this. Why is this game at the Bible store and it's nowhere else? And why does it yeah. look weird? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and why is Grandma just buying it? And she's like, Well, I want you, you know to have good Christian games without violence and. All this stuff, and uh, <laughs> so I don't think I was even all that excited to be honest. Like I was like, okay, well, thanks for buying us this game. All right, and yeah. of course, because <laughs> you know my my grandma being frugal like she was, like we had to take really good care of it. We of all of our games, it was the only one we like kept in the box with the manual and everything, like all sealed up. And so when she'd come huh. over, we'd be like, yeah, see, you know, we don't ever yeah. play it; it's just in the box. But we did actually play it because that's how it was back in the day. You play the games you had. I mean, it's a game, so, yeah. Right. I mean, you got Grandma a game. a game. It had four games on it. She saw that as a as a value pack, and it was. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, or three games, it wasn't four. But uh, yeah, that's that's my first exposure. I I, I got it immediately after I saw it. <laughs> I uh, 
never played them back in the day, those Bible games. I do remember, though, kids having them, like uh, friends from youth group or whatever, going to, to their house. In fact, I remember specifically going to a friend of mine uh, who in, in youth group, and this, this was in the early 2000s. So the Nintendo, the original NES was already packed up and away into the basement. Mm-hmm. And just rooting around in his basement, you know, late one night, just we were just hanging out and finding that weird powder blue cartridge that those Wisdom Tree games, you know, often were cased in. Yeah, see, like, I, wow, had, this I had the is black weird. cartridge. I wish I'd had the blue yeah. one. The blue one sounds cooler. Yeah, I, I feel like those were in higher in higher circulation. So yours might be a little rare. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, I I didn't play any of these until recently. <laughs> well, you were missing out, I'm sure. Like when you played them, you're like. Damn, and I wish I would have played this as a kid. Because I learned a lot. Oh boy, could have oh carried boy. all those animals. I wish I had played Exodus over and over again. <laughs> well, so let's be clear here. These games were one good thing to know, and I'm and I did a little research here. So yeah, they were one of multiple companies that were bypassing the the lockout chip that was a controversial yep. thing oh, back yeah, in yeah. the late. 80s, early 90s with the NES. Mm-hmm. Um, you had you had to buy your actual cartridges from Nintendo. That was part of how they were making their money. They were they were releasing all these a lot of shitty games, to be frank, <laughs> for a mm-hmm. while. And but the the uh, companies had to buy the games off of Nintendo. So these other companies discovered how to bypass a lockout chip, and one of them was a company called Color Dreams. Yeah. I don't know a whole lot about them, but they're the ones that ended up buying out Wisdom Tree, or Wisdom Tree was a division within that. I'm not completely sure, but how I, that I think went. what happened, well, from what, from what I read about it, was that so Nintendo also had a policy once people had figured out, well, once other companies had figured out how to circumvent the lockout chip, and they started making their own cartridges. Nintendo and Nintendo had lost some some control. Right. Yeah. Because they, they wasn't the ball wasn't in their court. So what they did is they started to strong arm uh, retailers and said, if you carry any of these unlicensed games, we won't give our games for you. You, you know, we weren't so we won't sell our games to you for oh. free to put in your stores. Mm-hmm. So Color Dreams, you know, gets kind of ed- edged out and kind of muscled out. And they think, well, where could we sell games that Nintendo can't harass us? Yep. Christian bookstores <laughs> uh, <laughs> where they don't so, sell games. And, yeah. uh, sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah, a lot of these games were like reskinnings of games they already had. These right. like, religious overtones. So it wasn't really even, you know, you would you would expect Wisdom to Tree to be like somebody out of their basement was like, I want to make games about God. And they like, yeah. you know, had this like grand concept about it and like pursued it. And that's why they're so homebrewy and everything. But no, nope. yeah. it was an actual company that was like, "Hey, here's a corner of the market we can uh, we can get because no one cares." And is Nintendo going to harass us? Do they really want like the Christian moms coming right. after them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they they were already under the microscope from uh, from uh, one million moms, you know. Right. Yeah, they're they couldn't like afford the, that PR disaster. They're in the same. I mean, it's not the same company as Tengen, though, right? Like uh, Color Dreams no. isn't. No, but they but they T- both Tengen, did like. A similar Tengen thing. was a division of Atari Games. Oh, okay. But they were still doing the same thing where they got past, or they were making unlicensed uh, cartridges. Yeah, although they did it illegally. <laughs> um, that's I mean, a very funny did, story. Kind of, right? About Tengen, but the, unrelated to Bible games, so I won't I won't spin that yarn. Mm-hmm. So what were the three games that were on that then on, on Bible Adventures? There's like a there's a Noah's Ark thing, right? Where you carry the where you right. carry the animals. Noah's Ark's probably the one that I enjoyed the most and that I played the most. Um, 
and Exodus is, first is one. which is the one where you can throw like the baby in the water. Like that's all I remember is the animals that's, and the baby uh, in the water. Say, it's either called Save Baby Moses or Rescue Baby Moses. It's uh hold on. Yeah, it's Saving Baby Moses. Yeah. But uh yeah, you are I think you're Pharaoh's servant. I don't know if you're his mom. You might be his servant. You know what? You are the mom. I, I mean, why else would you be saving the baby? <laughs> Either way, you're running around with the baby <laughs> over your head, Super Mario 2 style, and you can throw him in the river if you want. And nothing really happens after that, right? It just goes nope. in the river. It's just like, okay, yeah, there it is. Well, you can't beat the level because you, baby Moses died, so it won't let you finish <laughs> the level. But it doesn't like it doesn't say game over or anything. It doesn't like stop what you're doing. You can like continue to play. Nope. Right? Yeah. You just play until you try to leave the level, and it says you can't. Yeah. Because baby Moses is dead, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's the first game that I know of that you could kill a baby. There may have been other games, but it's the first one I know of. Wow, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's dark. Yeah, so I they, mean, it's they go wisdom truly, tree. Wait, 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 yeah, it's like I, the penguin I'm, I'm in Mario sixty four. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm just surprised because some of these some of these games seem to have a real aversion to violence of any kind. Yeah, right. You know. And except for this baby Moses one. Except for that one. And <laughs> I just lean into it, I guess. I mean, it's kind of hard I to I mean, it's kind of hard to get around that because the 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 idea of the game is to like take this baby like from one era to the other and not let it get hurt. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, should they should they've just cut it out that you can throw the baby, like maybe make it to where you can't throw the baby? Like you just hold it and if you die, or, the baby dies. Like I don't know, they could have like maybe or maybe, maybe like trails behind you, uh-huh. Right. Or maybe like if, uh, you know, do it Yoshi's Island style, like what happens uh-huh. is the baby goes in the water and then, you know, the Egyptians come up and take him away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have to die. Yeah, right. Yeah. He doesn't just have to go sploosh and then be gone. Right. <laughs> that would have been a but, crazy uh, thing to do for the NES days, though, right? <laughs> but Egyptians for some reason, you're fighting, giant, you're like sp- fighting giant spiders and uh, what I can only think are Pharaoh's servants or his uh, henchmen or whatever. They're Egyptian dudes, but they're like, they will stab baby Moses with their spear if you set him down. They, they go after him. So it's not like you're the only one inflicting violence on this baby. Like, if yeah. you don't hold the baby above your head, they start stabbing him with their spears. <laughs> Good Lord. Those giant spiders were in the Bible, right? <laughs> yeah, the giant part. spiders, too, by the way, <laughs> who don't go after baby Moses. They just try to attack the protagonist. Yeah. Uh, and is that... But spiders, at least, you know, they know that not to fuck with Moses. I don't think I ever got past the first level. Does it continue like that, like, for the next, like... Like, how long are these games normally? Like, uh, I, I like never five levels, and then they repeat, like, the or what? The first I ever got, right, was in the Noah's Ark one, which... So you start out by collecting two of every animal, and then you do that right. for a few levels. But then it gets to where, like, and then collect seven of each beast of burden, and collect seven of each cloven-hooved animal, and collect seven <laughs> of each bird of the... So, like, then you it have to collect going seven up and of up. each thing. Yeah. It just kind of escalates from there, and the level yeah. is the same every time. You just have to climb up, and certain things, like, will fall out of your hands when you jump, so you have to chase them yeah. down. Yeah. It's uh man, and sixty four <laughs> collectathons eat your heart out. And yeah, the music right. is Ugh. probably the worst music I've ever heard on <laughs> all of ever. them. On all of those wisdom trees, they are repetitive. They're uh, they're dinky. It's, ugh. but at least their music in a lot of these other titles and Bible adventures, it's just like yeah, like random like beeps and blips. And when Trey recently jazz. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bad, really, bad really jazz. old world jazz. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, Trey did a Wart radio episode recently of First Levels, and I suggested that out of jest. Like, oh, like I, uh, First Level. I listened to it. Because I listened to it, and I'm like, eh, that's not a good song. Game. <laughs> oh, like, there's, they just, like, all three of the games within the cartridge are, have that same music. So, yeah, it's bad. But uh, I did actually play all these games. I played a little bit of each one. Oh, that's the, what I did, yeah. For research, right. And I didn't feel bad at all about emulating them because no. I mean, how else are you going to get them? It's so shady. <laughs> yeah, the back the back alley Bible store, whatever you want to call it, uh, <laughs> the Bible yeah. bookstore back alley way that they got around Nintendo. Like you, you know, I know I see both sides of the story in a little way with Nintendo trying to strong arm everybody. You know, that was kind of shitty of Nintendo, but yeah, you know, it's still like of all the of all things, like let's use God to to sell video right. Games. It's particularly crass. Kind of pisses me off a little bit. But you know what? I had the game. I played it. But yeah, so emulators. Thank God for emulators because, you know, no pun intended. Mm. But thank God for emulators because we can play these. We can bootleg the bootleggers. That's right. So what what was the third game then? There was uh, there was Noah's Ark and Baby Moses, but what was the other thing on there? You said there oh, was David three, right? So do you get to like throw a rock at him, or like how does that work? Is there like some sort of sling thing de- that you can move around and then decapitate him after he falls? Yeah. Uh, eventually, you get the sling. I don't think I've ever played that far, but yeah, I don't it remember. starts out like uh, it's a lot like Noah's Ark, where you have to rescue sheep because you you're a shepherd <laughs> for most of it. So so you have to collect all yeah. your sheep and throw them into the sheep pen. So they use the whole like Mario two pickup mechanic like pretty much through the whole thing. All right? three of them are that way. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean that's how you get a how you can make three and not have to spend a whole lot of money on there. And they have the same music, all three of them. Did you guys? Apparently, it was released for uh for the Mega. Was it the Sega Genesis? It was on also. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever play that version? I mean, is, is, is it any that's better? The, that's the one. Uh, my uh, my wife was. I was talking to my wife about you know the the, the topic that we were going to. Mm-hmm. have today and she mentioned that uh, she would go to the christian bookstore with her mom and they would have a second genesis hooked up with bible adventures on it that's amazing and, and that's what she played so, so she would go play bible adventures on a genesis while her mom looked at like i don't know point of grace cds <laughs> uh-huh pfr <laughs> some for him yeah, for and him. I really, Sunday I really Monday. like uh, uh-huh. DC. Talk, I really like, I like that it was on Sega Genesis, and I want to hear it because you know the the all the stories about how the Genesis sound chip's so different than the Nintendo sound chip. I yeah. want to hear what that did 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 sounds like. <laughs> Probably a little bit more farty. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds really farty. It's basically yeah. like you know, it's just basically like yeah. that's like how most Genesis. I'm, don't get me wrong, I like Genesis a lot. I mean, there's a lot of Genesis oh, yeah. stuff oh, on, on uh, the cows are just like yeah, yeah. I mean, I love. I mean, I there's a lot of Genesis soundtracks I love, but uh, I, have I think three, uh, Jeremy yeah. Parrish said it that uh, you, you you put that sound chip in the wrong hands and ugh, sounds yeah. like farts. Yeah, it sounds real bad. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Well, I have Streets of Rage one and two on record, so I, I mean, there oh, yeah. there is some there's some Streets great music on there. So. Love that soundtrack. Uh, but so, yeah, it was also they released some of them for um, for for MS DOS. You could get some of uh, those games. Oh, oh the really? uh, the Bible yeah. Adventures. Yeah. yeah. Well, they definitely have that sort of glitchy, floaty, shareware kind of feeling. Feel. Yeah. yeah. What goes with like nineties uh computer stuff. And very this, sure where you're right because they're just yeah. 
ripping off the style of other games. Didn't these yeah. guys? Didn't these games come out like after the Super Nintendo was already out too? Like, didn't it come out in like '91? The Genesis, most of them did. The Wisdom yeah, Tree did for NES. Yeah, they were founded. See, Wisdom Tree was founded in '91, so I I had to have gotten that Bible Adventure game shortly after it came out. Maybe yeah. my grandma even like. There's a chance that she was reading news, you know, reading articles about it. Yeah. She may have actually done some research, and that's why she, like... (laughs) From the local... But it was, like I said, I mean, going back to that story, like, it was just out of the blue. It wasn't, like... Yeah. There wasn't anything special about it. She just was on a crusade to get us that game. Huh. I thank her for it, because, you know, fought her for this podcast. That's right. (laughs) From the the local Christian newsletter was, like, uh, Bible games, get it. It's good. (laughs) Yeah. You know? so were there uh Trey, did you play any of these leading up to this? Uh I, I, I didn't play them on the actual cartridge. Uh like I said, I just saw it in that auto repair place. Oh yeah, yeah. But I did well, uh, I mean uh I, I mean leading up to this podcast, were you able to play anything on emulators or anything like that? Uh, no, I I didn't actually play any on the on the emulator. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I figured, yeah, I figured we'd like We suffered. Yeah, we'd go through we'd go through the NES. I'll let you guys do it, man. It's your it's, Noah's Ark three D. It's your thing. Yeah. I mean I didn't play I didn't play Noah's Ark three D lately, so, but so, I did so play Trey. That. Did you uh, not Trey? I'm sorry, uh, Jer. Did, did you enjoy any of these games? Like upon revisiting them? Well, okay. I will say I stopped playing Spiritual Warfare shortly before we started recording, and I was actually kind of enjoying it. Me too. That was the last one I played, and I was like, Warfare. "Huh." Well, actually, I was playing the last one. I was playing before that was the fish game and a Sunday Funday, and that was kind of fun too in its own yeah. like punishing way. Yeah, but spiritual warfare actually was fun. It kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, well, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Star Tropics. Yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah. reminded me a little bit of the Goof Troop game on Super Nintendo. Like it was like a little bit of like, it, of course, it's supposed to be like Zelda, but right. But it's, a little it's bit got more a lot. Linear. It's got a lot more glut to it too. Like, yeah, it seems like there's just like they're trying to get all the fruits of the spirit in there and stuff, so they got to add a bunch of extra shit. So uh, yeah, then the fruits of the spirit are actually different kinds of fruit. You can't just have a freaking pear. You got to have like an apple and right. <laughs> so so I've never played or heard of a uh, spiritual warfare. Uh, what is it? A uh, so it, it's a uh, separate from the uh, the three part wisdom tree, right? Is it its own cartridge? Or? Well, it's definitely it's definitely the best of all of these that I played. Yeah. Uh, well, I played all of them, so yeah, it's mm. the best one. So um, it's it, it's like a it's like a you know you think about like what would they say like a uh, Five Iron Frenzy is supposed to sound like Sublime or whatever. No, it's like this is supposed to sound like Zelda. It don't sound like Sublime. Yeah. <laughs> I would say they're better than Sublime. No, but I'm just that. saying like what <laughs> what yeah. like if there was a chart, that's how they yeah. would have done the chart at the right. music store. Sure. And so, you know, you go around and you have bombs like you would in Zelda. And mm-hmm. They work similarly, although you can shoot the bombs and they'll blow up. So you can kind of activate them yourself. But uh, it's a little yeah, bit almost like bombers and how the bombs work. Yeah. That, it reminded me of that, which is strange. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I actually kind of caught myself uh, wanting to keep playing it. So uh, I don't know how far you played into it, but I had gotten. Did you get the belt of truth? Yes, yes, I got that, and then <laughs> I got to like the the city area, you know. So what is what how, is downtown. how far did the how far to the city did you play? Did you go into? Did you happen to see a bar? No. I didn't oh, get there. so so <laughs> that this is how far I got. So I oh, got to no. where uh, I found a bar, and I go to the I go to the bar, and like it's like an enemy generation point. So it's a little bit like Gauntlet too, because like uh-huh. there's like these certain spots where like enemies will generate, and so out of the bar. Right. 
course, the bar is just like all these people are pouring out of it. And when you hit them, they start praying. Right. Because <laughs> you're converting them. You're not killing right. them. Sometimes a demon will come out yep. of them as they're converted, and you have to fight the demon also. So you kind of have to keep your eyes peeled like, all right, well, I, I just killed them. I saved them, but uh, maybe the demon's going to come after me. And the demon's like, well, like, why? But anyway, so there's this bar. So it's just a stream of enemies coming out. I'm like, yeah, killing a bunch of enemies, getting a bunch of doves, because that's the currency of the game. Yep. And uh, I go into the bar, and there's an angel in there, and the, and the angel says, you have no business being in a bar. I'm taking back the belt of truth. You can find it in the slums. <laughs> it literally said that I had to go to the slums to get the belt of truth back because I went to the bar. So do you? Uh, do you? Do you, have, <laughs> do you whip people with the belt of truth to, to convert them? Is that how it works? Or what the belt it? of truth's like the power band in um, Zelda. It lets yeah. you push heavy objects. You can lift. Uh, you can lift like bigger uh, whatever. You can lift bigger books because of the belt of truth. Yeah. It's just funny. I was wondering like what the belt of truth would actually the do. The heaviest for you. catechism. The the yeah. belt of truth makes it so you can't lie right, anymore. Man. So you have to that tell was, the That was where I time. stopped playing, and it, I stopped playing because I laughed a lot, and I'm like, it can't get better than this. Maybe it does, yeah. though. That's why I want to keep playing. Yeah. Like, I, I literally got punished for going into a bar within a yeah. video. It's evil. With an emulator. Like, I somehow, with all those degrees of separation, I still felt kind of guilty. Yeah. <laughs> were, you, were, you, were you actually. You, you know, there was a certain kind of charm playing back through these games and hearing like 8 bit versions of hymns you grew up singing and yeah. all that kind but of stuff. I, so there, I could, there's a bit of a nostalgic place, twinge to it. I couldn't it. place the music in Spiritual Warfare. Like I could some in all the it, other games. But some I of it I, I could tell. Um, like the Hallelujah within the quizzes, I could tell. But. Yeah. There was. Um, what was it? What was the one hymn in, in spiritual warfare that uh, Jesus saves? Jesus saves. Ba, 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 ba. Is that what it is? Yeah, Jesus saves. Jesus saves. So yeah, like, a, I remember that I don't one. Know that one. So like, our God is an awesome God isn't on there. It's probably too no, too new for that. No, these a bit more traditional tunes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that's the first thing yeah. I thought of when uh, he said hymns. Thank, I'm like, I know that wasn't on domain. there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, except for in the uh, case of for him, that's true. But they yeah. had a licensing deal, I'm sure. Yeah. Of it. Oh, did you look up any like uh, pre NES Bible games or anything like that? No, I just was kind of hanging on to the these. Uh, basically, I just focused on Wisdom Tree. Yeah, I checked out. Um, there was one for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred called the Music Machine. Um, I don't know if you guys are you ever heard of that, the Music Machine. It was uh, like a children's records thing that the sparrow records did was that it was so, that what inspired the title for your podcast the memory, memory machine, machine music. came from the music i don't know machine. you know what you know what uh i never listened to the music machine but my wife did and she is the person who i asked to help me name my podcast so okay maybe it was in her subconscious i mean it's um, it's similar yeah but uh that one's basically just kaboom you know if you've ever played oh, okay that yeah kaboom yeah it's just kaboom but with the fruits of the spirit and so they're Man, all dropping. The fruits of the spirit yeah. make such video, good video game items. Yeah, it's great for video game iconography. There's a bunch of them, and you can like, assign point values. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, because uh, kindness, goodness, self control, those are all different point values. Um, and then, like, you have to catch the heart to finish the level. It was just kaboom. I, I didn't play it very much. Um, 
And then there was another Atari 2601, which was actually a recent discovery as of a couple years ago called Red Sea Crossing. And so this played. was a, like a homebrew, like whatever you want to Well, it. it would have been a, it probably was a homebrew. It came out in 83. Uh, some guy in Arizona made a hundred of these and, well, that yeah, would have been six yeah. years into the 2600's life. What's that? Then the 2600 came out in 77, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. That would have been like six years into its life. Yeah, yeah. But yet not not halfway through its life yet at that point. 2600 lasted. Uh, it was sold up until 1991. Um, but uh, yeah, that game was just very simple. It's just get to the other side of the screen, avoid the obstacles while you do it. And, and on the top and the bottom of the screen... There's little fish and it's water to show you that, you know, Moses so is like, over the Red Sea. Yeah. So it's like Moses did all this hard work and actually was able to part the waters of the sea, but he couldn't keep the obstacles. No, he just, he, he couldn't avoid the lobster that tried to get him. <laughs> it's, uh, that was always my favorite part it, of that it, story was the lobster part. I mean, that's, yeah, it's, 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 the game is very, uh, incredibly, uh, rudimentary. It's why you can't eat lobsters. That's that's right. I was really upset that they. Selfish. I was really upset that they took the lobster out of Prince of Egypt when that movie came out. Because that mm-hmm. was that was the part that really made the story important for me was the lobster part. It, there's there's meaning to be gleaned from that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I played that, and you know, there's not much to gain. But I did find something. I, I wish I had more time leading up to this. I found something called Computer Bible Games, oh. which was a book. That came out. And I don't know if you guys ever messed around with these, but back in the late 70s and early 80s, you would you could get these books from from your local bookstore or your computer score uh, store. And they would have in them, they would say, like, you know, computer games for your Commodore 64 or your IBM PC. And in them, they would be program listings. Oh, yep. OK. Line, bu- line by line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Line by line. Oh, wow. And so, I think I, so you, yeah. you guys know about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My grandparents sort of. had an Atari, whatever that was it, the fifty two hundred. That was the computer one that came out after the twenty six hundred. The the, the eight hundred, four hundred and eight hundred. Oh well, anyway, they had one of those, and yeah, yeah, I remember. I I didn't do it, but my dad. I remember sitting there with my dad, and the whole family yeah. was gathered. And this was like the mid nineties, you know. Yeah. They just bought it at a garage sale. My dad put in all this code so that a lightning bolt would strike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so that's what uh I, I had one of those type in books too, like in the nineties and my dad taught me how to program basic on uh on Q Basic. That's basic was cool, yeah. I, I did it on the Apple a little bit I, when yeah. I was a kid. I'd forgotten it all, but it was a fun way to learn to program. But yes, yeah, so, so someone came out uh for this book called uh this company called Accent Publishing, which did a lot of like homeschool books. Mm-hmm. You know, they released this book by a guy, Jay Conrad, and it's called Computer Bible Games. And it's a bunch of program listings for computer games based on Bible stories. And I really wish that I had had a little bit more time because I was all gung ho about typing one of those into my TI-99. <laughs> just to yeah. get, get oh report back to you guys and say, like, here's the Exodus game. Uh, it took me two hours to type in, and then I played it for five minutes. Um, like I said, if you put that on Twitch, I will totally host it. Can you just copy and paste it? No. Yeah. Can you write like scan it? Control some a robotic way? set of hands to type it in for you. You know, I wonder that. I won't, no wonder about that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, if you uh, 
somehow Jerry rigged the keyboard up to a USB interface. You can have it punch in the switches for you. No, um, I was just fascinated that that existed. That just finding that and leafing through it on it's on archive.org. You can look it up Mm. right now. It's all there. Uh, No one cares about its copyright. So does it play like? Is it? Can you stream it? I've been to there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just the book. The, the book is on. Oh, the book uh, itself. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. None thinking. of the games are. So you can look. You can look at the book. Uh, it's it's all there. Does Copy it? the uh, code over. Yeah, and I looked at the code, and none of it seems extra long to to type in. I have a couple uh, Commodore sixty four books, and some of them give you machine code listings. That you're supposed to type in, and I just I look at that, and it just it gives me a headache just looking at it. But these games look easy enough to type in; I probably could do it in a, in an evening what, what, uh, if what you is, really, 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 really wanted to. Do you know much about them? Like, does it give screenshots? Yeah, I was gonna or, say, what kind of games um, do you it, get from? It gives you the... di- it gives you diagrams of like what's supposed to happen in a uh, in, in in a given game. So it'll give you a little di- like a little screen diagram, and it'll show you know. Uh, these, this little M represents Moses, and he's trying to get to the other side. Oh, okay. So and, the, yeah, it's pretty. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty simple then. Yeah. Oh yeah, super simple. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it came out in '83, I think. Is oh, when okay. That, when that book came out. Yeah. So the yeah. so those those are my are big primitive. discoveries of researching Bible games and all that stuff. And that uh, I, I knew about the the music machine game for the twenty six hundred. I was not aware of that book. It <laughs> blew me away. It's like I fell That's into a rabbit good. hole there yeah. on that one. Just keeps going and going. His uh, his son, uh, I, I don't remember his name, but he still makes programming books, and he still and he. In fact, you can go on Amazon right now and buy a Kindle version of uh, Computer Bible Games if you if you were so inclined. Oh wow! Wow! But but he still writes. But uh, his his son still writes like programming books for kids and things like that. Not necessarily Bible focused. In, in fact, the Bible focused stuff seems to be kind of on the periphery with what he's doing these days. So, hmm. so you wouldn't really say it's his focus. I don't think so. I I, I didn't get that impression looking at his Amazon uh, author list. So yeah, mainly what I researched was just all the Wisdom Tree games because. Wisdom Tree put a bad taste to my mouth from the very first yeah. time I played, I played that game, and I've kind of had a lifelong love-hate yeah. relationship. Well, there's really not much love. The love comes from the memories. Yeah, which are not great memories, but at least they're nostalgic, you know. Yeah, there's there's a nostalgia there's a nostalgia there. Which one would you say is the worst one that you played? Oh, good question. Um, yeah, because I'm gonna say Exodus. Yeah, Exodus was Exodus was pretty bad because of the hearing father abraham play over and over again oh my word oh god um, yes. <laughs> but you have to collect the mana and it uh, you know it's it's so dull it's so exceedingly dull oh uh, you have to get all the question marks and all the mana and so you have to go back and blow up all the blocks to make sure you get all the question marks so yeah that was pretty bad mm-hmm. you know what i think i'm i think i'm there with you i think if um i think if either uh king of kings or bible adventures had been just a single game Maybe they'd be the worst, but they gave you value. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, at least there was some. I don't, I don't know. The thing that that gets me about Exodus is that there's clearly a game mechanic there that could work that you could turn into it. But the the people who were making this had no idea how to do level design. So you know, they have a thing where you got to collect all the mana, but it's in a giant spiral, and it takes yeah. you like it takes you a, a minute and a half to go around that whole spiral. 
probably not yeah. that long, but it feels really long. And it's just at that point, it just it's pointless. Yeah, you're right about that. They didn't have any like concept of games like level design, and I think that was also really like apparent in um, what what game was a Bible Buffet. Bible Buffet, the board game. I did game. not play that one. I only played one player, but for instance, so it's a little bit like proto Mario Party, I will say, a little bit. It's not a mini game. It's not competitive. Like the mini games themselves aren't competitive, but it's got like top down view, like gauntlet style stages. So you, mm. you spin a spinner, but I'm, I'm not kidding to say it takes like 20 to 30 seconds for the spinner to finish spinning. Oh, gross. So this is each turn. <laughs> you can have up to four players somehow. I don't know how that works. I guess you can. I guess you could share controllers since it's not a uh, simultaneous play. Yeah. But uh, then you do that, and then your guy moves x amount of spots, depending on what you spend. And then you play like a short top-down level. But I say short, but it still might take like five minutes to complete if they want to. Coll- if you want to collect everything, which there's like a bunch of like vegetables you can collect. Which that's the that's the point of the, this game. You have to collect a bunch of vegetables to get points, and it, it displays them in pounds. You kill tomatoes, and <laughs> you collect them. And um, Yeah, I don't really understand. I, I think maybe you're supposed to be like in the in Cana or whatever, Canaan, the land of Canaan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't actually look up the story to find that out, but I get this, this, bount, this bounty kind of idea from it. But, of course, along the way, you're like, hey, you have to answer Bible trivia questions. And I of think that those trivia questions yeah. are are in a separate book that you need to have because it's like it, refer, it refers you to like a module. And I'm like, uh, oh, does it? Oh, gross. You have <laughs> to like put in the number and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, it seems all those Wisdom Tree games had a, had a trivia thing to it because there was no way to really get across any sort of Bible message in these simple arcade games, you know. So well, the only Bible way to... Adventures didn't have trivia, so... The, the items oh, no. oh, you collect right. would have just Bible verses on them. But they ended up turning those same items, the the little tablets, are your energy for your character, and they turn those into trivia. So you would collect one, and then if you answer the question wrong in a King of Kings or which other one was it? Yeah. But yeah, if you would not if you would answer the question incorrectly, they wouldn't give you the extra point. Mm. So yeah, they turn those into trivia and <laughs> the trivia was basically how they could convince parents these games were about god yeah you actually learn things uh, how, right how'd you do on the trivia i did really well on the trivia except yeah. for when there were some on uh, king of kings because i was playing a oh where you have to find jesus because jesus disappears and you're joseph <laughs> looking like trying to find jesus when he like they end up finding him later on and he's like hanging out with his friends or whatever oh or when he's at the temple talking oh to, yeah yeah uh, he's at the, yeah he's the, at the, the, the rabbis yeah He's missing for three days. They keep asking you that question. Yeah. Are they like, uh, have you found Jesus yet? Like, like, no, no, no. I'm Joseph, and I'm basically running around, and um, it's like the first level of Mario 2 where you, you've got the logs at the top of the waterfall, mm-hmm. except that's that's the whole game. It's going, going along the logs on the waterfall. But, uh, yeah, when you get one of those little tablets, it's a trivia question. So if you get it wrong, then you don't get the point. But it'll be like... It'll be a Bible verse that will say like Hebrews twelve seven or whatever, and, it, and you might it's a true or false, and I'd be like true, no wrong, it was <laughs> Hebrews twelve eight, <laughs> like that kind of thing. So it's like, oh really? Come on, yeah, boo. Got to have it on the on the fucking verse, right? Yep. 
chapters. Which I guess I could have cheated by getting my Bible out, but, you know, that's something about mm-hmm. cheating with the Bible feels wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <sighs> so so how long did Wisdom Tree go for? I know that they did a, a super the Super Noah's Ark game for Super Nintendo, which is probably one of the first games that I got when I ever figured out what an emulator was in college, like when I first downloaded an emulator from my computer. One of the first things I looked for was the... Noah's, Noah's Ark game because I had heard about it. I think Wisdom that, Tree still exists. Do they? Yes. As far as I know, it's owned by Pico Interactive, right? Are they? When did, did are they still making yep. stuff? Mm-hmm. I know there was like a Bible game for PS2, but I don't think that was through them. Like, what, like basically, they've just like found different outlets for re-releasing a lot of these games. Yeah, like they re-released Super Noah's Ark 3D uh, then, through Pico Interactive. Then they did, I think they did a limited run, not through limited run games, but they did an actual cartridge of the Super Noah's 3D mm-hmm. Noah's Ark kind of recently. So, I mean, they're still like capitalizing off of the like effed up nostalgia that we have about these games, which are all yeah. terrible, yeah. not good games. Except for Spiritual Warfare, that one's okay. It's okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. The music, you got to turn the music off. Right, you definitely got to turn the music music <laughs> I think, off. But, I think you should. It yeah. is enjoyable watching people pray when you hit them with fruit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I always thought of, like a you know, like witnessing to people is basically like hitting them with fruit and then they start praying. That's what I always <laughs> imagined uh, mission work would be. You know, that's what they oh, do in other countries, yeah. right? But well, I actually here. kind of still want to get. Uh, I kind of want to get a hold of one of these. I guess they made a plug and play kind of thing, like the nes classic or whatever like more like the pac-man one where it's like the controller with the games in it but yeah they've got oh, one with yeah. all the, the bible games on it that you can get is the controller i don't know if like, i really want it but i kind of want it is the controller yeah. at least like shaped like a bible or anything is there any sort yeah, of cool is, is, design is the on it cross a crucifix <laughs> yeah <hope> right so. <laughs> oh boy yeah it's it it kind of playing those games it just kind of reminded me of what christian pop culture was like in the early 90s in the like 90s, that yeah. when I, I, it, it feels like a more innocent time i don't know if that's true the age of ray Bolt, michael w yeah. smith oh boy michael w Carmen. smith and his amazing sweaters uh, yeah and uh you know before uh before the age of rebecca st james and all that that's oh uh, rebecca st james yeah <laughs> oh man this, that is a- that's right i actually remember going to see rebecca st james in 2002 and I was at a Christian music festival. And the only reason I went to go see her is because uh, one of my buddies said, yeah, you know, she is a Fox. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's go see Rebecca St. James. Hmm. Which, even, in, uh, even in 2002. I was unaware of her uh, pro virginity crusade at that point, which, you know, Absence. it's kind of it's funny in hindsight. It's the only way. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do remember my parents talking about that. Like, this beautiful girl, she could not be a virgin, but she is. It's like, <laughs> Isn't that anybody? That's her whole thing. Yeah. You don't have to like tell me like that I should it's like a, this musician because she she's not fucking anybody. Like yeah, it's why, a, did, it, why is that a good thing? It's it's very very weird in hindsight when you think back to some of that stuff. But uh, so but yeah, it, it reminded me of that 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 uh, that time period a lot. Yeah. So let me ask you this: like, I, our our co-host that's actually gone that I didn't even mention. Our, our uh, third person, John, he's in uh, he's in Disney World right now, so he wasn't able to be with us this week. But he asked that we uh, mention the. Uh, did you ever play the the Bible for Game Boy? Like there was a there was a King the, James the King Bible. James Bible, yeah, yeah. That you could just play on Game um, Boy straight up. Like wanted that to be mentioned. I just looked it up, and it's selling for like 
almost nine hundred dollars on Amazon for that. For real? What? Yeah. Well, I mean, I see it. There's a copy. I have a copy of that game for real. Oh, really? Of the Bible of the of the uh, oh, Game Boy Bible? Amazon's not a place to look. Look at uh, yeah, eBay. It's a better place to look for. Like, yeah, but eight hundred dollars is still pretty. Uh, I don't know. I mean, um, how many people do you think actually have that? I'm surprised that you even have it. How did you get that? Uh, I inherited a neighbor's Game Boy collection, and he had he had that, and he had the Joshua game, and I never played them. I just kind of was like, oh, here they are. I will never ever play these. I mean, you basically, uh, uh, you would just basically be able to read the Bible, right, through your Game Boy, is, is yeah, what I understand just, would uh, be the most of it. And you didn't even try it? King James. It looks That's like it's worth that, at least probably like 200 bucks. Jeez. You didn't even, yeah. you didn't even look um, up yeah. like... Uh, eBay's saying it's worth, yeah, 200 is about the running. Wow. Right now. Buy it now level for cartridge only. Uh-huh. Shoot. I'm going to have to sell that sucker. I got to... <laughs> Yeah, pre-owned. Still recouping a, a recouping some costs from the Midwest Gaming Classic. Maybe and, you uh, should sell your Bible. <laughs> sell Maybe my you Bible. shouldn't. Yeah, I don't Clearly, know, man. This is what Jesus would want. Yeah, if it's in good shape, you can get four or five hundred bucks for it. It looks like. Well, if someone wants to pay for it, good night. But that's what it's saying it's worth. Good. You night. probably have to sell it for less to actually get someone to buy. Oh it. yeah, no, that's what I did with my Bucky O'Hare cartridge. Oh. Yeah, I sold. I I sold. Uh, well, I bought it a few years ago for fifteen bucks because it wasn't. It was worth fifteen bucks then, and then it shot up in value. And nice. Sold it for a hundred. That's like stock. Yeah. Buy, buy low, sell high. Yeah, no, that's buy low, sell high. I mean, that's probably that's the right. best. That's probably the best story I've heard of uh, flipping uh, video game stuff. From the only that, time that it's ever event. worked for me. Every time it ever worked. Well, yeah. that and um, a couple uh, Genesis shmups that mm-hmm. I bought. I bought them real cheap uh, just a few years ago because they weren't worth anything then. And then all of a sudden, now they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Are they like treasure games? No. Uh, Elemental Master was one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I bought that for $30 five years ago because that's really what it was worth then on eBay. It was worth $30. And now it's, for some reason, worth 80 I don't know. Wow. It's weird. Nice. Yeah. yeah it's Shit weird. I, I, don't, I don't know why all of a sudden the price jump. Mm. That's just going to keep happening with cartridges, man. I know. It drives I mean, when I was looking at the, this is a, this is a total aside here at this point, but when I was looking at the, the game prices of the Midwest gaming classic, I was just like, guys, this is, this is getting out of hand. Like the, it, I, I understand you want to market up a little bit, you know, from time to time, but $40 for Sonic two on the master system. Like let's, let's cool it a little bit. There were some pretty crazy prices there. I mean, yeah, I was kind of pissed at the, uh, super Famicom and Famicom games that were just, they were wrapped in plastic, and they were trying to sell them for like and sold for like forty times. bucks. Yeah, yeah. But I, I had that. seen them elsewhere. I'm like, really? I'm not gonna pay forty dollars. Well, we bought them yeah. last year for like three yeah, for like three dollars each. You know, <laughs> we yeah. For I'm, I'm not paying fifteen dollars for Famicom Load Runner. Like that's not happening. Mm. Even, but anyway, yeah. so you Bible never games. so you never tried. You never even tried the the Bible Game Boy One. Like you didn't no, even pop it in. Not even, even bother with it. I would have at least like. I would imagine the interface is terrible. I was going to say, I would at least like want to pop in there and read like that, my favorite verse about the like horse penises. I just go straight to that one (laughs) and read it. Which one? Where's that one? It's in Ezekiel. It's uh, there she lusted after her lovers whose genitals were like donkeys and whose emissions were like horses. It's either one. It's it's either one or the other. Ezekiel 2320. That's going to be the title of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite verse. My favorite was always uh, 2 Samuel chapter 2. When uh, Elisha goes, he goes up onto a mountain to pray, and a bunch of 
a bunch of shithead kids start making fun of him for being bald. So then yeah. Elisha calls out a bunch of bears to kill the kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's uh That's a Christian way to do things. <laughs> it is the Christian way. Well, not ba- so much the Christian head. way, but the uh, I'll show you bears. But the uh barbaric old testament times. That's yeah. uh now the, the Ezekiel, that's a clue to you all reading the Bible. Histor, historical context. The Ezekiel I stuff's guess. pretty amazing because it's all about like it's just mostly about giant dicks, like for, for that whole chapter. <laughs> and emissions. It's funny because it's funny because in the King James version, it changed uh, emissions is issues, which I think is funny. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's like the issues are that of donkeys. It's like okay. Now <laughs> we're subscribing to what your car makes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that would be a thing that I would always read if I ever found a Bible, and like you know when you find the ones in the, in the in the hotels, it was like a, it's like oh issues, okay, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. kind of almost funnier in that way. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to mention that to Katie tomorrow. <laughs> it's a it's a fun read. I mean that whole so I want to say chapter is amazing. We didn't we didn't mention this earlier, but uh, we were talking about Exodus and how it plays Father Abraham over and over again. Yes. There's actually a sound test in that game, and that's the only one that had a sound test out of all these games. Mm-hmm. So if you want to listen to Father Abraham over and over again, you can go into the sound test menu, and it's in there. And there's like a few other songs, but they're all like just the sounds of like dying or like beating the level. Oh, yeah. the, the main song, Father Abraham, they made a whole like sound test menu, so you can listen to that over and over and over and over friends. again. Uh, I guess they like that song. The guys who put the game together, right? <laughs> so they're like, "Oh, we got to hear I this guess. whenever you want, all the time." Well, you could put it on and favorite. sing it with your children or something. Yeah, you know, or if you're a youth group leader or whatever. There you go. But I mean, I took some somewhat detailed notes on all these games, but honestly, they're all kind of the same. They're kind of crappy. Yeah, uh, clones of other games like. So, you know, within like uh, the King of Kings, which I was mentioning earlier, it's like the it's kind of I'd say the sequel to Bible Adventures because it's another three three pack and it's supposed to represent the life of Christ. So it starts out with uh, uh, the three wise men and you're right and you're riding a camel that spits acid or something. I don't know but the cam- the camel spit kills people and it plays uh, we three kings the entire time, but in a really bad loop. Great. <laughs> yeah. And then you have to do, then you play the uh, escape to Egypt where you have to take Jesus to Egypt or a flight to Egypt is what it's called. And on that one, you're riding a donkey and your attack is that the donkey kicks backwards, which is kind of cool. I kind of like that. Mm. One. But it's playing, yeah, uh, go tell it on the mountain. And that's terrible that you have to hear that song over and over again. So did you guys I ever, think that, I think the highlight of that was definitely the one where you're Joseph trying to rescue Jesus. And the bees are trying to kill you for some reason. Did you guys ever play the Bible game on Game Boy Advance or uh, the PlayStation 2? Like oh. it, it's not a wisdom tree thing, but you can. looks like you can buy it for like $5 on eBay. <laughs> but, uh, well, Trey, why don't you go grab it and uh, let us know? I, I mean, I might. I actually just Give might us a little report. it's uh, cheap as hell. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I'm, I'm interested because I'm curious, like... Uh, there has to be like some sort of some sort of Christian game after Wisdom Tree, right? Was there like what's probably like the most recent one that you found, or did you guys find anything? Finding uh, of Isaac. Finding of Isaac. Yeah, right. <laughs> sort of. I I didn't look that forward. I just kind of kept it to more retro. 
Sure. Fair. I'm just but, I'm uh, just curious. Like, are people still trying to push that stuff? I mean, it obviously didn't oh, work before. You know? I, yeah, I can only imagine. Um, look up on. Uh, I'm sure if you look on your app store or whatever, there's a there's a bunch of them. There there must be. Mm. Oh yeah, they've probably just gone to iOS now. Oh yeah, it's oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's littered with that crap with Christian games. Yeah, because I feel like it kind of just you know aside from like Noah's Ark 3D, it just kind of like just died out after that. Or at least I didn't didn't really hear about it. I mean, you don't see any like like 64 like Wisdom Tree games or anything mm-hmm. like that. Even though I would love to see, I, I think a 3D I, I version of probably uh, what whatever. happened is you know those Wisdom Tree games were made with few personnel, mm-hmm. and when you get to things like uh, Sony PlayStation and N64 that require larger teams to make a game, yeah, they just can't afford I, it. They did not have the budget, so yeah. I think that's probably why you don't hear a lot about Christian games coming out after sure. that point. Yeah. So I thought it would be interesting also to mention here, like obviously, I think a lot of these games were funded by people that didn't play video games in the instance of like my grandmother buying the game for me. Yeah. But uh, it was only 320 backers that funded the uh, Kickstarter campaign to make that arcade plug-and-play, I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over $25,000 from 320 people. I don't get it. I wow. think that there had to have been like people that they were love doing it. that like, oh, it's a good Christian game. It's good, yeah. for, it's good for the or children. Or was it people that really cared about these games? I don't think it was that. Or it's just collectors who are just like, it's another thing that's coming out and I have to have it. Yeah. I don't know. They're like, we need it. You need to buy it to go to heaven and not hell mm, or something like man. that. Do you guys have any any final thoughts on on Christian games here? Sorry. Do you, wanna, <laughs> do you want Do you want you. to talk about Super Noah's Ark or do you want to? Oh, we mentioned. I have nothing to say on Super Noah's Ark. I, mean, we I did not it. play it, but if you do, I mean, I played it. I mean, I haven't played it recently, yeah. but I did play it. Like you know, when I was in college, when I first found out what emulators were and all that. I yeah. downloaded that because I I feel like I heard about it. I must have heard about it through uh, Nintendo Power or something because I mm. read it, read about it like not online or anything. And I looked it up, and it's you know it's a really bad version of uh, Wolfenstein with some really crazy animals mm-hmm. that you gotta shoot yeah. uh, sleeping pills into. It doesn't necessarily play well. I kind of hoped that it would, but it doesn't at all. So it was kind of like one of those mm. things where I played it for a little bit, and I was like, hmm. but it was the only. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. It was the only well, not anymore, but unlicensed Super yeah. Nintendo game made well commercially released mm-hmm. for the Super Nintendo. I, I think you had to made by Wisdom Tree. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you had to put another cartridge on top of it. You did to get past it. Yeah. You had to treat it like a, it was like a Game Genie or like a Sonic and Knuckles kind of. Yeah, yeah I remember. I remember because it, it looking. Would, it would use that other cartridge's pass through to mm-hmm. to to let the Nintendo see it. Yeah, so, of course, I, I never owned that game, nor I may have played it on an emulator, but I've never played it on the actual hardware. I want to start a Kickstarter for a Noah's Ark 3D on Switch in uh, 3D. No. For some <laughs> like, reason, really. you could probably get that funded. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it, it came out on, on uh, Steam already, so oh, really? it's going to be on the Switch. Yeah. Right. Anything oh, on Steam is going to come on Switch eventually. Yeah, maybe that's what that uh, garage game is. It's really some biblical thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it. God's garage. Yeah, I feel like these games are of a time, you know, where we just won't really see them again, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing, you know, but it was exploitation. But it is interesting. Just, I mean, I remember playing the the NES ones just uh, just for the fact of like laughing at them and being like, can you believe this was something that was made, you know, on emulators or ROMs or whatever, you know. I'm going to try to buy some of these because I, I, the history of them 
If they're cheap enough, I'm going to try to buy a couple yeah. of these. I mean, I mean, you could buy them. I remember you could you could buy these new for a long time, uh, way past for nothing. when yeah. it would have been when you would have seen any of the any NES games in stores. Mm-hmm. Well, I hopefully, like I remember seeing them as late as like 2003. You could still buy a brand new NES cartridge. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we, yeah, we can always come back and have a report of our uh, Bible game purchases next week or something. Oh, for sure. But uh, sure. And hopefully, we'll have you on again for something that isn't necessarily Bible game related. Yeah, I but, would love it. But just that we all have a you know that we all have past with the Christianity and all that. That'd be a fun topic yeah, yeah, to talk yeah. about. But uh, if I'm there's nice. not anything yeah. else you guys want to say about Bible games, so I say we start wrapping it up. I'm into yeah. that. Yeah, I gotta cool. go to bed. Um, so uh, I just want. Uh, why don't you give our plugs real quick, or your plugs, uh, Nate? Know where people can find you and what you do with your podcast. Well, uh, I do a podcast called The Memory Machine. It's a how do I phrase it? It is a historical, pop cultural, anecdotal podcast. And which means that, you know, we'll go through a different pop culture history topic and uh, ruminate on it for about an hour and a half, share anecdotes, talk about history. And I'll usually have a couple guests on people who know what they're talking about. Uh, you can find it on memory machine pod.com. You can find it there. Um, if you're looking for it on iTunes or some other RSS feed, it's under the Geekiverse feed. So if you look under the Geekiverse, you'll find it there because um, they all funnel their podcasts through one feed because hosting is expensive. Um, uh, that You can follow me on Twitter at Nate, N-A-T-E, underscore Lockhart, L-O-C-K-H-A-R-T. I'll uh, tweet about uh, old stuff and being mad about the world and uh, <laughs> all that fun don't, stuff. Don't we all? Um and if you happen to be in Buffalo the weekend of May 19th, I will be doing a live Memory Machine podcast at the Nickel City Comic Con mm-hmm. uh, with a special guest, James Rolfe, the Angry Video Game Nerd. So That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's so, badass yeah, that you got him. If you, uh, That's really cool. I'm going to listen to that for sure. Yeah, it sh- it should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. We're I imagine to- you'll release it as an episode. Yeah, it's not yeah, sure, but- yeah absolutely. Okay. We'll be yeah, talking about We'll be talking about uh, our favorite firsts in video games. So if you, anybody out there, if you guys have a favorite first in video games, you can email it to me at memorymachinepod at yahoo.com. There you go. And yes, I did choose a Yahoo email. What of it? (laughs) Email me and tell me why I'm wrong. At me. (laughs) You might get get an email from me. There you go. You might get an email from either of us. I, I wish you would. I hope you got. I hope you mentioned your first experience with Christian games. That's why I made sure you <laughs> did it on here, so you could do it on there too. Well, I, I don't see why not. I'll try yeah. to diverge from that topic, but yeah, yeah, I might think of something cool. But yeah, I got that written down. Uh, yeah. I think one thing that I think is important though about this episode is that we got we got to go out on for him the ride. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you got, it's got to happen. Uh-huh. The, uh, hopefully, over. the chip tune version, if you can, Trey. Uh, I didn't. I'm not promising anything. <laughs> it's on Sunday, Friday. Uh, yeah, you have to send it to me or something. Uh, thanks, yeah. thanks for being on the show, and uh, thanks for you know staying up and all well, that. We really appreciate it. Me. it was, uh, we'd, uh, it was a pleasure. Yeah, we. It was a pleasure on our side as well. We'd love to have you. Yeah, again thanks in for the this future. extremely niche topic. I'm yeah, happy we could do this. I and, love niche topics. And of course, uh, Jeremy and I are available for guesting. If you ever need anybody for oh, your podcast, yeah. let us know. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we just got to. We just got to uh, figure out a good topic. 
Sure. Um, Make it happen. For sure. We, we're your hosts. I'm Trey. I'm Jerry Trey Johnson. And, uh, and, and Nate. Nate. Yeah. Nate. <laughs> I'm Nate. And Nate also. And you can find us at NintendoMadePodcast.com. Uh, you can download our podcast from anywhere that you can. Uh, the podcasts are sold. And we have a Reddit now. As Jeremy said earlier, you can find that NintendoMain Reddit. However you I find that in Reddit stuff. It. Yeah, you can find my Twitter is yeah. Nintendo underscore domain. You can follow me there. I think Jeremy's is what? JMaxSack, right? Yep. JMaxSack. You can uh, see us post about shit and all that. Uh, YouTube.com slash Fingmater, F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R. That's our YouTube channel. And you can watch us on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Uh, we'll be doing a thing for Splatoon this Friday night, and uh, I'll be doing a new Switch game Thursday thing tomorrow as well. So come by and check it and hang out and all that fun stuff. And uh, I have another podcast called The Honey Darling Show where we talk about genre movies and whatnot. We just did an episode about Infinity War, so if you've seen that movie and you want to hear people talk about it, listen to us on that. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. See you. Bye.